Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, the podcast all about music. So I decided today that since the Grammys were yesterday, I would do like kind of a conclusion and recap of Gram of Grammy Week, the Grammys, and my prediction. Before I get into that though, I will plug my Facebook page. It's Groupie and Harmony. Make sure you give that a like. Because whenever I release a new episode, I post it on there. I also post whenever I make any sort of updates about the podcast. Like, I just recently posted on there to inform everyone that I I am now, my podcast is now on Spotify. So I'll post things like that, or potentially other things too. So make sure you give it a like, especially since I am looking into adding my podcast to other sites. So keep an eye out for that. Now, I was thinking about recapping the Grammys. Uh, problem with that was that I didn't watch the Grammys. Ultimately, I, part of it, I guess part of it was out of protest, but more so, I was, I was more so, and I just decided I really didn't want to watch it, because I care more about who the winners are, I don't care as much about the performances, um, what I will say is that, from what I've heard, though, I, what, I will, I did hear that, that, uh, that Usher's Prince tribute wasn't good, I haven't had the chance to look that up, I kind of want to watch it if it was bad. Um, and then also, I haven't had the chance also to watch, uh, what they did for Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I'm big Celtics fan, so for years grew up being like, Erg, Kobe torched us again. But, he's still fantastic player. And, like, I've never met him, but, I mean, you hear all these tributes that are just, like, glowing praise for him as a person also, so... Rest in peace, and I mean that's also really difficult because there are other people in the plane or in the helicopter too. Because like his do- a thirteen-year-old daughter, also, I know I'm um, one college coach was in there too, but I can't even imagine being in. Uh, thoughts and prayers to the Bryant family because that must be terrible. Like losing, like losing dad of the family and kid of the family in one blow. That's terrible. Um, so rest in peace and thoughts and prayers to the entire family. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't watch the Grammys last night. For a while, I opted to watch Celtics game instead. They were playing terribly, so after a while, I just turned it off, because I'm, it's tough, it's tough to watch a team playing terrible basketball, especially when that's the team you root for, as big of a basketball fan as I am, so I stopped watching after a while and instead just chilled. So, we'll get into my predictions instead. So, I added up my predictions, and... Some were really good, some were not. Overall, I got less than half of them right. Uh, some of them, I, it's like, yeah, I, that was not the right choice in retrospect. Some of the, uh, there were a bunch of categories that I'm like, beats me. So, ultimately, because some of the categories that I did get wrong, I tend to get wrong. Like, I know the ones on Tuesday, I got two out of nine right on those ones. I normally don't do great in those ones, but I was expecting better than two out of nine. Wednesday, I got five out of nine. Thursday got 4 out of 9, Friday 4 out of 9, the rap category killed me, uh, and then Saturday I got 2 out of 6, because the pop category killed me, and then for Sunday, which was the major awards, I got, th- I got 3 out of 4 of those right, um, so overall I got 20 out of 46, so my apologies if you were betting based on all my picks, I don't know if Grammy gambling is a thing, but beside the point, we'll get to what they are now, and uh, I marked down what each of the winners were. Um, we'll start out with uh, Tuesday, get the worst one out of the way first. So, there were, for musical theater, I got 
there was one for musical theater. I got that one incorrect. Uh, the winner for that one, or the I'll go through the nominees first. The nominees for that one again were uh, for best musical theater album were Ain't Too Proud, the uh, the Life and Times of the Temptations, Hades Town, uh, Moulin Rouge uh, the musical, uh, the musical of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and Oklahoma. I won with Ain't Too Proud. Ain't Too Proud. Uh, ultimately, it was Hades Town. I think the re I don't even think because I didn't mark down on this one who, which one was my, my one to watch. I think I went with uh, the Harry Potter one though. I think that uh, I know Hades Town was one of my final three, but I thought it would be Ain't Too Proud because I thought that uh, like catchy music, a popular musical, and ultimately I thought there might be some people that might not vote for Hades Town be that like if they. For instance, if they were worried about, uh, like, if they were more religious kind of thing. I, I mean, still, it, it was such a popular mu such popular musical that I should have, like, come to and realized that probably won't make that big of a difference. Um, music for visual media, wow, I really did bad in this one. I went over three. Um, so first off, best compilation soundtrack for visual media. The nominees for that one were The Lion King, The Songs. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rocketman, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Star is Born. The winner was A Star is Born. I went with Into the Spider-Verse. It was clear that A Star is Born was going to win. I, went, I called for the upset, though. Star is Born was my one to watch because I was torn between those two, but I just thought that there would be an upset there. I, yeah, I, I should have seen that one coming because A Star is Born, people thought that would get, including myself, thought that, that would get a nomination for Album of the Year. I should have just gone with that one instead, but I didn't, and I was wrong. Um, for best score soundtrack for visual media, uh, the nominees were Avengers: Endgame, Chernobyl, Games Game of Thrones season eight, Lion King, and Mary Poppins Returns. I went on here saying that game the Game of Thrones one seemed like a lock to me. After I said that, I after I recorded that and posted the, that episode, I said. Well, now I don't feel as comfortable claiming it's a lock, but I still think it will win. So I was still wrong, and it was Chernobyl instead. Shouldn't have said it was a lock. Chernobyl was my one to watch, but still, I th thought that Game of Thrones made a lot of sense. So did Chernobyl, though. That that was, I guess, that was part of the issue there. I mean, even Avengers Endgame made sense, but I didn't think that one would win. Um, for best song written for visual media, um, the nominees for this one were. The Ballad for the Lonely, or the Lonesome Cowboy by Chris Stapleton from Toy Story 4. Girl in the Movies by Dolly Parton from Dumplin'. Uh, I'll Never Love Again by, uh, by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born. Spirit uh, by Lion, or from Beyonce, rather, from The Lion King. And uh, Suspirium uh, by Tom York from Suspiria. I went with Spirit... And A Star is Born, uh, got me good again. Uh, I was torn between those two. I, I just didn't feel like that was a song that would win this category for I'll Never Love Again. I was clearly wrong, but I don't feel bad predicting Spirit instead. Um, I feel less bad with this one in particular than I do with the other ones, so... But whatever <laughs> happens. Um, next up was production non classical. I got one out of three in this one. The one that I got right was the first one I'm discussing best engineered album non classical. Nominees were All These Things by uh, Thomas 
Thibodeau, uh, LMA by LMA, Run Home Slow by the Teske Brothers, Scenery by Emily King, and When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Yeah, with that one, normally it's, uh, normally ends up being the most popular one, so I thought this one was a lock. And especially since this one was nominated for Album of the Year, I thought it makes too much sense for this one not to get it. And that proved correct. Um, I thought there was a, if, I mean, honestly, if there, I mean, I said LMA was my, well, um, I don't remember how I worded it, but that one, I think I did word it as the one to watch for that one, but ultimately I said I'd be shocked if it wasn't, uh, Billie Eilish's album. Um, producer of the year, nominees were Jack Atanoff, uh, Den Auerbach, John, John Hill, Phineas, and Ricky Reed. I went with Ricky Reed. I... Don't remember whether I said Jack Antonoff or Phineas was my one to watch, because I think I'd made that decision on the spot. Ultimately, it was Phineas. I'm always hesitant to go with an artist who only had one major production there. I mean, admittedly, he did produce Billy Ash's album, which was big and had a lot of big songs. But still, I was nervous about uh, about that one, about going with him. That's why I went with Ricky Reed instead. But even still, this this year, I didn't feel like there was a frontrunner for this one. Um, and I think that... Because I know with that one, I did read a couple articles about to see which... Who some other people were choosing for that one was. And there were other people that were choosing Ricky Reed as well. There were some that were choosing Jack Antonoff, some that were choosing Phineas. So, I, I don't feel bad about missing that one. Um, especially this year, because I thought all three of... All three of them were great choices. Um, now, the last one in that category was Best Remix Recording. I gave the disclaimer that this was my worst, that this isn't always my worst category, and that proved correct right again because one that I really didn't think would get it uh, ended up winning it. Uh, I Rise, uh, original song by Madonna, the remix was by Tracy Young, won it. The other nominees were Mother's Daughter, uh, Wookie remixing a Miley Cyrus song, uh, the one, the high contra high contrast remix originally by uh, Georgia Smith, Swim the Ford remix, and it was originally by Mild Minds and Work It the Soul Wax remix, and it was originally by uh, Marie Davidson. I really didn't know for that one. Um, I thought Mother's Daughter made the most sense because usually it is uh, uh, more well established. Producer remixing one by uh, or electronic artist remixing one by a more established pop artist. So I didn't think Tracy Young was there yet. I ultimately I thought Wookie was the biggest name on it, so I thought that made the most sense. Um, I mean, props to props to Tracy Young though, because she was the first female nominee for this category, and she ended up winning. So props to her. That's really exciting for her. Um, next up was uh. Music video slash film, and this was the last one that I discussed on Tuesday. I got one out of the two right. Um, best music video, I got that one incorrect. The nominees for that one were We Gotta Try by the Chemical Brothers, This Land by Gary Clark Jr., Cellophane by FKA Twigs, Old Town Road, an official movie by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, Glad He's Gone by Toflo. Uh, this one, I didn't feel like there was a front runner for this one. Ultimately, because usually there's... In the last, a lot of times it's like... A more if there's like one that makes a bigger a big statement or more political statement kind of thing, or something that's like 
I mean, not political, but like humanity statement kind of thing. It makes a statement, a big statement. I, that one you will usually win, and especially if it's by a bigger name. I didn't know if Lil Nas X was at that point yet, so I didn't go with that one, even though Old Town Road ended up winning. I went with Cellophane because I thought that was the best. I thought that that was close to unanimously the best music video for the year. So I thought that one would win. Um, I I can see why Old Town Old Town Road got it. It's a good video. Well made, well made, um, popular. Makes sense why I won it. I just didn't think it would. And the last one for this category was uh, best music film. The nominees for this one were Homecoming. Uh, for Beyonce, David Crosby, remember the name for David Crosby, obviously, Birth of the Cool from Miles Davis, Shangri-La, which was various artists, and uh, Anima by Tom York, or not by Tom York, but by Tom York, and uh, I thought it'd be Homecoming by Beyonce, and it was, because usually it's a documentary about a big-name artist, but I thought that this one would change, even though there was David Cros David Crosby documentary, I thought it would be uh I thought it would be Homecoming because it's Beyonce and because it was a well-made film, a well-reviewed film and really popular film. So I thought it just made too much sense. So ultimately I did, did pretty bad that day, but happens. Not worried. Um on a Wednesday I fared better. Again, I got 5 out of 9, right? Um So first off, I'll discuss the gospel and contemporary Christian music ones. I did pretty well with those ones. I got a uh, 3 out of 5. Best Gospel Performance Slash Song. Uh, the nominees for that one were Love Theory by Kirk Franklin. Talking About Jesus by Gloria Gaynor featuring uh, Yolanda Adams. See the Light by uh, Travis Green featuring uh, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline Carr. Speak the, Speak the Name by uh, Corin Hawthorne uh, featuring Na uh, Natalie Grant. And uh, this is a moved live version by... Tasha Cobbs Leonard. I predicted Kirk Flank, Kirk Franklin. Excuse me. I thought he was a lock. He tends to win the gospel categories, and I predicted right. So, uh, I just thought it made too much sense to not go with that one. Um, the next one was best contemporary Christian music performance slash song. Nominees for this one were uh, "Only Jesus" by Casting Crown, uh, Casting Crowns. "God Only Knows" by. Uh, for King and Country and Dolly Parton, uh, Haven't Seen It Yet by Danny Gokey, God's Not Done With You by uh, Tyron Wells, and A Rescue Story by Zach Williams. I thought God, I didn't think it was Locke, but I thought God Only Knows made the most sense since For King and Country is uh, bigger in contemporary Christian music, and Dolly Parton is a music legend. I thought that with those two paired up, I thought that would bring enough voters to vote for that one. I, I was right with that one. Uh, I wasn't 100% certain with that one, though, because I was a little bit scared of Casking Crowns getting it, but I felt safe voting for that one. I'm not voting for it, but predicting that one. Next up was uh, Best Gospel Album. The nominees for that one were uh, Long Live Love by Kirk Franklin, uh, uh, Gosh and da Donald Lawrence Presents the Tribe by City Singers, Tunnel Vision by Gene Moore, Settle Here by William Murphy, and Something's Happening, a Christmas album by C.C. Winnens. I went with Long, uh, Long Live Love by Kirk Franklin. Again, I thought this, I thought this one was a lock, because Kirk Franklin tends to win this category. And uh, he did again. So, 
I just thought, I just, again, I, it was one that I thought, it just makes too much sense to not go with him on this one. The last two ones, I didn't predict accurately. Um, the nominees for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album were I Know a Ghost by Crowder, Burn the Ships by For King and Country, Haven't Seen It Yet by Danny Gokey, The Elements by Toby Mac, and Holy Roar by Chris, Com Chris Tomlin. I don't think I officially declared to, uh, Toby Mac's album, The Element, a lock. I, I wanted to so bad. And I was wrong, of course. So, uh, Burn the Ships ultimately won by Freaking Country. That was my, that was the one I was also watching. That was the one that was scaring me a little bit. Um, ultimately I just thought since Toby Mac's previous albums had won this category, I thought it won't, it won't ruin it here. And, uh, Freaking Country did, but that's okay. Um, the last one was Best Roots Gospel Album. I didn't think there was a runaway winner on this one, but the nominees for this one were Deeper Roots Where the Bluegrass Grows by Stephen Curtis Chapman, Testimony by Gloria Gaynor, Deeper Oceans by Joseph Habedank, uh, His Name is Jesus by Tim Menzies, A Gonna Sing, Gonna Shout by various artists, but artists, but uh, Jerry Sally was the producer. The producer, I went with Stephen Curtis Chapman since... Pop, uh, I thought that he'd get enough uh, CCM artists. The one that I was scared of, though, and was watching was uh, Testimony by Gloria Gaynor. That one won. I didn't feel comfortable saying that as the winner, though, just because I, I just... This was, like, her first nominee for this category. I didn't feel comfortable predicting her on this one. That's all. Um, and, I mean, because I... I thought there was a good chance that she could win. I just didn't feel comfortable predicting it. Um, but, I mean, with that with that category, I did pretty well. I got three out of five, and the two I got wrong, the one I was watching was the one that won. So, uh, a little bit redeeming after my terrible first day. Um, for Latin music, I went two out of four. Um, for best Latin pop album, the nominees were Vita by Louis Fonsi, Eleven Eleven by Maluma, Montaner by Ricardo Montaner, uh, El Disco by Alejandro Sanz, and Fantasia by uh, Sebastian Yatre. I went with El Disco. I got that one right. Um, I, I thought Louis Fonsi might win it, but I I thought El Disco just... I just felt safe as going with that one. That's why I went with it. Um, now, for Best Latin Rock, Urban, or Alternative Album, it was... Uh, X100 Pre by Bad Bunny, Oasis by J Balvin and Bad Bunny, Indestructible by Flor de to uh, Toloacha, Toloachi, and uh, Almadura by Ailey and El Malquier by Rosalia. It was Rosalia. I thought that was really likely. I didn't want to call it a lock because of Bad Bunny, but I thought since two albums Bad Bunny was on was uh, nominated, I thought they were nominated. I thought that it helped Rosalia's chances. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't, while I didn't think she would win Best New Artist, I thought it made a lot of sense that she would win this category. Um, the other two I got incorrect, those ones were, uh, Best Regional Mexican Album, including Tejano, the nominees for, uh, Caminado by Jos, uh, Jos, uh, Favela, jeez, my apologies about these pronunciations, I never took Spanish, so I'm, I'm trying here, because I'm, like, that person that doesn't want to, like, sound like an American trying to read these, but instead it just sounds terrible when I read these, but anyways, that one, then there's Percepcion by, uh, Intocable, um, 
Poco a Poco, um, Poco a Poco, a Poco, by La Energia Nortena, um, 20th Anniversario, by Mariacha Divas de Cindy Che, and De Ayer Para Siempre, by Mariachi Los Camperos. I went with, uh, I was made between the two Mariachi ones. I went with, uh, Mariachi Divas de Cindy Shea, and it was Mariachi Los Camperos. Honestly, I hadn't, I really didn't have a clue in this one, to be totally honest with you. I, uh, I thought maybe it'd be one of those. Those are my two front runners. I was right that it was one of those. I just got which one wrong. Um... Next one, uh, the last category in this one was Best Tropical Latin Album. Nominees were Opus by Mark Anthony, um, Tiempo al Tiempo by, uh, Luis Enrique, Luis Enrique, uh, and C4 Trio, Candela by, uh, Vicente Garcia, Literal by Juan Luis Guerra, and A Journey Through Cuban Music by Amy Nuviola. Uh, this one, uh, had co-winners, because there was a tie between Opus and A Journey Through Cuban Music. I didn't think A Journey Through Cuban Music would win it. Um, I ultimately predicted Literal. I think I was considering Opus, but even if I had guessed Opus and didn't get the other one, I would only consider it a half point for myself. But still, I didn't get either of them right, so I got no points. Made it easier. Um, now, for Thursday, I had done... The rock alternative and country ones. Now I'm gonna go through the country ones first since that one is here in front of me quicker. I got two of the four right for that one. One of them that I got wrong was I, it was my one to watch that I one. The other one, the first one, it was I was totally wrong. Um, best country solo performance nominees were All Yearn by uh, Tyler Childers, uh, Girl Going Nowhere by Ashley McBride. Ride Me Back Home by Willie Nelson, God's Country by Blake Shelton, and Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker. I predicted it would be Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker. It was Ride Me Back Home by Willie Nelson. In fact, that's the one that I thought was unlikely to get it, and I thought was the least likely to get it out of all of them. So, yeah. That's a good way to start out that one, isn't it? Um, I, I would have never predicted uh, Ride Me Back Home. I'll be totally honest with you. I thought, since Bring Bring My Flowers now got a nomination for Song of the Year. I thought there was a good choice for that chance for that one. If not, I thought God's Country there was a good chance for that one. I thought it was also popular that All Yearn got would get one, and I thought it was even more likely that Girl Going Nowhere would get that would get this one instead of uh, Ride Me Back Home. So yeah, I really missed the mark on that one, but it happens. Uh, we'll go on to one that I got right to redeem myself. Uh, Best Country Duo Slash Group Performance. Nominees were Brand New Man by Brooks and Dunn with Luke Combs. I I Don't Remember Me Before You by Brothers Osborne. Speechless by Dana Shea. The Daughters by Little Big Town. And Common by Maren Morris featuring Brandy Carlisle. I went with Speechless. It was the most popular out of all of them, so I thought it made the most sense. I, and I ended up getting it right, because this one, usually one of the more popular ones, ends up winning it. And since the other ones didn't have the same level of popularity that Speechless had, I thought I thought it just made too much sense for it not to be Speechless. Um, next up was Best Country Song. The nominees were Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker, Girl Going Nowhere by Ashley McBride, 
It All Comes Out in the Wash by Miranda Lambert, Some of It by Eric Church, and Speechless by Dan and Shay. I predicted Bring My Flowers Now, and that one was correct. Again, I just thought it was nominated for Song of the Year. And I mean, really is a good song also, so I just thought that one would probably win it. And I'm glad to say I at least got that one right. Um, now, the last nominee was Best Country Album. The nominees for that one were Desperate Man by Eric Church, Stronger Than the Truth by uh, Reba McIntyre, uh, Interstate Gospel by Pistol Annie's, Center Point Road by Thomas Rhett, and While I'm Living by Tanya Tucker. I was so close to going with While I'm Living. Instead, I went with Interstate Gospel. While I'm Living won, but hey, it happens. Um, I also did think that Desperate Man had a chance too, so I really thought it was those three had the best shots. Um, but I will say, I'm kind of surprised, now, thinking about it, I'm kind of surprised that the Highway Women didn't end up getting a nomination for that one. Or, I don't think they got any nominations, period. So that would, you know, they didn't, so I'm surprised by that one. Um, next up we'll do Alternative. There was only one, uh, one award for that one. I got it right. The nominees were UFOF by Big Thief, Assumed Form by James Blake, I I by Bonnie Vare, Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend, and Anima by Tom York. I went with Father of the Bride and got it right. A lot of, I, this was another one that I was reading a lot of predictions for. A lot of people were predicting I I, which kind of surprised me, because the I honestly thought that if Father of the Bride didn't win, it would be Anima. So, um, I'm glad I predicted that one right, because... I was a little bit scared of Anima. I, w I wasn't that worried about I.I. winning it, actually. So, which is surprising, because I.I. was nominated for Album of the Year, as was Father of the Bride, but I thought Father of the Bride would win it, ultimately. And now, for the rock, rock category, this one's bad. I got one out of four right on that one. <laughs> Normally, that's my best one, so... Um, alrighty, uh, we'll go through that one. Best Rock Performance, the nominees were Pretty Waste by Bones UK, This Land by Gary Clark Jr., History of Preach by Brittany Howard, Women by Karen O and Danger Mouse, and Too Bad by Rival Sons. I thought it would be a close race between This Land and History of Peets, and I chose the wrong one. I went with History of Peets, it was This Land. I don't feel too bad about it. Um, I did think there was a chance that This Land could do it. I am a little bit surprised that History of Peets didn't win it, though, honestly. Um, because Brittany Howard's solo album was really popular, and this song was also popular, so I thought that that one would end up winning it, but um, props to Gary Clark Jr. I've, I've enjoyed his stuff since his first album, so uh, props to him. Um, best Metal Performance. Thank God I got this one right. The one metal, the one metal award. I, I was like, that's my favorite kind of music. I can't get this one wrong. Um, nominees were Astoralis, The Great Octopus by Candlemas featuring Tony Iommi. Humanicide by Death Angel, Bowed Down by I Prevail, Unleashed by Kill Switch Engage, and Tempest by Tool. I thought, I, well, I was worried about Candlemass's song because of Tony Iommi. Ultimately, I thought, it's gotta be Tempest. That was the best metal song of the year, frankly. And it won it. I'm, being a Tool fan, I'm glad. Um, I will say, there were some, there were some surprising choices in this one. I was really I'm, well. I'm glad to see Everville. I was really surprised that we didn't see any uh, Dream Theater, uh, Corn, or especially Slipknot for that one. But 
hey, I'm I am glad I was glad to see I prevailed get a nomination for that one since I loved it. I really like that album. Um, best rock song nominees were Fear Inoculum by Tool, Give Yourself a Try by the 1975, uh, Harmony Hall by Vampire Weekend, History Repeats by Brittany Howard, and This Land by Gary Clark Jr. I felt so confident going with Harmony Hall, and it was This Land again. I really didn't think that This Land would get it. Um, I thought it was more likely than Fear Inoculum and Give Yourself a Try, but I thought History Repeats would be more likely than that one, so... I was a little bit surprised by that one, but again, props to Gary Clark Jr. Um, the last one was Best Rock Album, the one that if you tuned in to that episode, you might have just heard me affect, do the equivalent of throwing my hands up and giving up on that, this one. Um, the nominees for this one were Ammo by Bring the Horizon, Social Cues by Cage the Elephant, In the End by The Cranberries, Trauma by I Prevail, and Feral Roots by The Rival Sons. I was hoping it would be Ammo because I love Bring the Horizon, I didn't expect it to be Ammo, Ultimately, I predicted it would be In the End by the Cranberries, just because Lid Singer passed away. Ultimately, it was Social Cues by Cage the Elephant, which I was really surprised it got a nomination for Rock Album, since I was expecting it to get a nomination for Alternative Album. Um, I did think that it would be either Social Cues or In the End, but I honestly had no idea which one it would be for that one. I I just didn't think there was any clear frontrunner. Um... For Friday, uh, there was the R&B and the rap ones. I really did well with the R&B ones, and I did horribly with the rap ones. So we'll start with the R&B ones. Um, the nom for best first off, there was best R&B performance. The nominees were "Love Again" by Daniel C uh, Daniel Caesar and Brandy. Could have been uh, could have been by her featuring Bryson Tiller. Exactly how I feel by Lizzo featuring Gucci uh, Gucci Mane. Roll Some Mo by uh, Lucky Day, and Come Home by Anderson Pack featuring Andre 3000. I was torn between three of them. Uh, ultimately, I went with Coulda Been, and ultimately it was Come Home, which was not one of the three I was torn between. Admittedly, it wasn't Lucky Day, which I thought had the least chance, but I didn't think Come Home would win it. Um, don't get me wrong, amazing album those from, great song. I just didn't think it would win it. Um, next up was Best Traditional R&B Performance. Nominees for that one were Time Today by BJ the Chicago Kid, Steady Love by India Ari, Jerome by Lizzo, Real Games by Lucky Day, and Built for Love by PJ Morton featuring Jasmine Sullivan. Now, I don't believe I called this one a lock. I think I was tempted to. I went with Jerome by Lizzo. That one ended up winning. I, th I thought it just made so much sense due to, given Lizzo's popularity this year. And while many years I, I would have thought that uh, either PJ Morton or India Ree would win it, I just thought that Lizzo was just so big this year that I thought it, I thought that she would win that one. Mm -hmm. uh, next up was Best R&B Song. Nominees for that one were Could Have Been by her featuring Bryson Tiller, Look At Me Now by Emily King, No Guidance by Chris Brown featuring Drake, Rosamo by uh, Lucky Day, and Say So by P.J. Morton featuring JoJo. I went with Could Have Been by her. But uh, I thought, you know what, her gotten so many nominations. She's going to get one of these, right? Well, she didn't get that one. I don't know if she ended up winning anything. So I was a little bit surprised by that. Um, So, it ends up being Say So. That was my one to watch. I, if it was if her hadn't been nominated for this category, I probably would have been gone with PJ Morton. 
unless it was Lizzo nominated for this category instead of her. But I don't feel too bad about that one. I just thought it was safer to go with Could Have Been instead of Say So. Um, then there was Best Urban Contemporary Album. The nominees for this one were uh, Apollo uh, 21 by Steve Lacey, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, Overload by Georgia Ann Muldrow, or Muldrow, uh, Saturn by NAO, and Being Human in Public by Jesse Reyes. I thought, I went with, uh, Cause I Love You, I thought it was a lock because of how big Lizzo was, and I was correct. So, if, honestly, at this point, if I had gotten that one wrong, I probably would have, like, thrown them, like, just given up on these predictions. Um, the last one for this one was Best R&B Album. Nominees were 1123 by BJ the Chicago Kid, Painted by Lucky Day, LMA by LMA, Paul by P uh, PJ Morton, and Ventura by Anderson Pack. I resisted the urge to call this one a lock because I was a little bit nervous about LMA's album, and I did think there's an outside chance that BJ the Chicago Kid could win it. Ultimately, though, I did think that Ventura would win it, and it did. I just thought it was... The biggest out of these all, all these albums, and it might have been the best one out of all of these albums, too. So I just thought, there's no way I won't win it. And now, for the rap ones, the rap ones were interesting, because I didn't think that any of them had... Well, some of them might have had Slate Freight run, front runners. I didn't think that any of them necessarily... Or not, none of them had, like, one that was clear to me that was a frontrunner. So I thought that was really exciting to see. Um, of course, that meant that I totally tanked on it, because... Because I wasn't predicting the right ones. Um, nominees for this one were Best Rap Performance. I almost started saying the award names instead of the the, no the nominees. Let's try this again. We'll start with Best Rap Performance. And the nominees for this one were Middle Child by J. Cole, Suge by DaBaby, Down Bad by Dreamville featuring J.I.D., Bass, J. Cole, Earth Gang, and Young Nudie. Racks in the Middle by Nipsey Hussle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy, and Clout by Offset featuring uh, Cardi B. Yeah, I wasn't sure on this one. Um, I thought that I had thought that uh, I think I would have been most surprised if Clout had won it, but the other ones I thought all had a really good shot. I thought Middle Child was the front runner if there was one for that one, and I had Suge as my one to watch. Neither of them won. It ended up being Racks in the Middle. Um. I think that, because I wasn't sh I wasn't entirely sure with this one since the rap categories don't have a ton of history behind them, and there hasn't been a case where an artist um, passed away while they were really popular and then were nominated for, for the Grammys. And, I mean, Nipsey also was well-regarded in, uh, in rap, so I, I, didn't, I didn't know with this one. I was tempted to go with him, but I, I just, he was probably, but ultimately, I just didn't feel comfortable, like, just because there was, I, there wasn't a ton of history behind that one, so, I went with, uh, so I went with Middle Child instead, since that was the, pro, might have been the most popular out of all of them, um, but I mean, still, it's a good choice for the one that won, um, the, Next next award was uh, Best Rap and Sung Performance. Uh, nominees were Higher by DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend, Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby and Gunna, Panini by Lil Nas X, Ballin by Mustard featuring Roddy Rich, and The London by Young Thug featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott.
I didn't think it would be balling, but otherwise I had no idea on this one. Um, I For a while I was thinking, oh, it's going to be higher, oh, it's going to be higher. And then I'm last right before, as I was recording, I'm like, no, it's going to be Panini. Well, it was higher, so beating myself up a little bit for that one, but hey, it happens. Um, I'm glad higher one is... I, I think it might have been the best song out of it, even though I did like the London, so, uh... Um, next up was Best Rap Song. Nominees were Bad, I Bad Idea by Wabian Corday featuring Chance the Rapper, Gold Roses by Rick Ross featuring Drake, A Lot by 21 Savage featuring J. Cole, Racks in the Middle by, uh, by Nipsey Hussle featuring Roddy Rich and Hitboy, and Suge by DaBaby. I went with Suge because I thought it was such a popular song, eventually it's bound to win one. I was wrong. Instead, it was my one to watch, which was A Lot by 21 Savage featuring J. Cole. And I will say, this one was interesting because previously I wouldn't have said, no, a song that is like more of a trap song, I don't think that will win it. But I think last year, after This Is America won all sorts of awards, I think, I don't want to say it necessarily opened the floodgates for it, but I think there were a lot more trap songs that were or songs that were trap-influenced that were nominated this year. And I, thought th I think that's really interesting. And I think it makes sense, since that really is the direction that hip -hop, popular hip-hop is going at this point. Um, the last one was Best Rap Album. Honestly, I think this one was the best award of the night because uh, of, honestly, just so many good choices on this one. And really, on any other year, any one of these could have won it, in my opinion. Um, the nominees were Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville, Championships by Meek Mill, I'm Greater Than I Was by 21 Savage, Igor by Tyler the Creator, and The Lost Boys by YBN Corday. I was, for a while, I was going back and forth between Igor and Championships. Ultimately, I went with Igor. I think that it was just such a well-reviewed album that I thought, eventually, maybe voters will go with this one. And, ultimately... That one was correct. It was Igor. I but still, I really didn't feel I really didn't feel too comfortable with my prediction because I thought any one of them could have won it. I thought Wabian Corday was the least likely just because he's the newest one, but still, all all those albums were amazing albums. So I felt like there wasn't a wrong choice with that one. And now on Saturday, I discussed the. Dance Electronic Categories, and the Pop Categories. So, Dance Electronic Music, uh, I got one of the two right. We'll start with the one I got wrong, which was Best Dance Recording. Nominees were Links by, Linked by Bonibo, or Bonibo, Gotta Keep On by The Chemical Brothers, Piece of Your Heart by Medusa featuring Good Boys, Underwater by Rufus Du Soul, and Midnight Hour by Skrillex and Boy Noise featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I went with Peace of Your Heart, and but I was eyeing Midnight Hour. Um, I also thought that uh, Underwater was a possibility. And it was Gotta Keep On. I didn't think the Chemical Brothers would win that one. Um, that's all I gotta say about that. I didn't expect it. Um, and now, last but not least for this one was Best Dance and Electronic Album. Nominees were LP5 by Apparat. No Geography by The Chemical Brothers, Hi This Is Flume by Flume, Solace by Rufus Dussault, and Weather by Tycho. I felt comfortable predicting No Geography by The Chemical Brothers, and I was correct with that one. I I was keeping an eye on Flume, but I thought that Chemical Brothers have had success in the most success in this category, and 
Flume's mixtape didn't have the same success that his previous album did, so I didn't think it would. I didn't think that would win. And now, for the and the last of the specific genre ones is pop, which I also did Saturday. This is another one I did bad in. I got one out of the four right. Um, we'll start with the one I got right this time instead, which was best pop solo performance. Um, the nominees were Spirit by Beyonce, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. Um, I went with Truth Hurts while I was keeping an eye on Bad Guy. I didn't think it would get it because I thought that there were some voters that might think that would be, that might sound too weird. And I'm pretty sure that was the one cat one ca award that uh, Billie Eilish didn't win. I thought she was nominated for. So it was Truth Hurts. I thought it just made a lot of sense for it. Um, now next up was Best Pop Duo Slash Group Performance. Um, nominees were Boyfriend by Ariana Grande and Social House, Sucker by Jonas Brothers, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee, and Senorita by uh, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. I went with Sunflower. Ultimately, it was Old Town Road. It makes a, I mean, Old Town Road makes a lot of sense for it. I was just afraid that there might be some voters that might be thrown off by the genre of it, and instead I went with Sunflower, which, uh, in retrospect, that would have, I really don't know why I didn't feel less confident in that pick, um, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, it would have been, not a bad, like, it's a bad choice, I just don't know why I thought that was the right one in retrospect, um, next up was Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album, nominees were C by Andrea Bocelli, uh, Bocelli, um, Love by Michael Bublé, Look Now by Elvis, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, A Legendary Christmas by John Legend, and Walls by Barbara Streisand. I, I didn't call it a lock, but I felt really confident predicting that Love would win it, because it's Michael Bublé. Now I'm shocked that Michael Bublé lost it to Elvis Costello, who had never been nominated in this category. So, I don't know how that one happened, but, uh, I'm probably not the only one who, who got that one wrong. Um... Now, the last one in the pop ones was Best Pop Vocal Album. The nominees were The Lion King, The Gift by Beyonce, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish, Thank You, Next by Ariana Grande, Number 6 Collaborations Project by Ed Sheeran, and Lover by Taylor Swift. I went with Thank You, Next. I thought that one made the most sense. However, it was Billie Eilish's album, which I didn't think would win that one, because I thought there would be some people that thought it was weird enough that they didn't vote for that one. Clearly, that didn't happen, so I was wrong about that one. <laughs> and now, we'll go on to the general awards. Normally, I do really well with the general awards. The one that, I will say, the one that always messes me up, though, is Best New Artist. But, we'll start with that one. Um... The nominees for that one were Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank and the Bongas, and Yola. For, when I first saw the nominees, I thought Maggie Rogers would win it. For a little while, I was thinking Maggie Rogers. Then I was torn between Billie Eilish and Maggie Rogers, and ultimately I stuck with Billie Eilish. And she ended up winning that one. I think that ultimately I thought that she might get some of the 
alternative, some voted from like rock or alternative because her a bunch of her music has gotten alternative radio airplay. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was that she ended up winning it, but I mean, ultimately, I thought I thought it made a lot of sense. The reason I was keeping Magic Rogers in mind was I was wondering if Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, and Lizzo would all end up taking away votes from each other, but Maggie Rogers somehow didn't take away votes from them. But ultimately, I went with Billie Eilish though and got it right. Now, next one I'm to discuss is Song of the Year. Nominees were Always Remember Us This Way by Lady Gaga, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker, Hard Place by Her, Lover by Taylor Swift, Norman F. and Rockwell by Lana Del Rey, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi, and Truth Hurts by Lizzo. I thought it was a three-song race. I thought it was between Bad Guy, Someone You Loved, and Truth Hurts. I predicted Truth Hurts, though, since I thought it made the most sense as Song of the Year. With, while well, I sheepishly uh, decided that Someone You Loved was my one to watch. Ultimately, Bad Guy won, so... Uh, I, I don't feel too bad about that one, since I, I did think there was a chance that one would win. I, I really thought Truth Hurts would win, so I'm a little bit surprised that Truth Hurts didn't win that one. Now, next up... Album of the Year. Nominees for that one were I, I by Bonnie Vare, Norm Norman F. and Rockwell by Lana Del Rey, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish, Thank You, Next by Ariana Grande, I Used to Know Her by Her, Seven by Lil Nas X, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, and Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. I went with uh, Billie Eilish's album. I thought it was, this was another one that I th it was like a, I thought this one was a three album race as well. I thought it was between, uh, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, and Lizzo, but ultimately I went with Billie Eilish, and I was correct on that one. This is another case of, I thought I might get some alternative voters, um, even though I thought most of them would be split between Bonnie Vare and Vampire Weekend. Um, and last but not least, Record of the Year. Nominees for that one were Hey Ma by Bonnie Vare, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Hard Place by Her, Talk by Khaled, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. I went with Bad Guy. I was nervous, a little bit nervous about Old Town Road, admittedly, but I think just with history of the songs that it broke the record of, uh, One Sweet Day and um, Despacito, neither of those ended up winning Record of the Year, so I thought I was a little bit safer there. I was also keeping an eye on Talk, because Talk really made me nervous, since that's such a... That's just such a record of the year choice, in my opinion. But ultimately, I went with Bad Guy, and Bad Guy ended up winning. Because um, I was torn between Talk and Bad Guy. Um, I thought Bad Guy would make the most sense just because of its immense popularity. And I thought Old Town Road might not get enough votes for it. So now, ultimately, you may have no if If you didn't like look at the winners until... Um, Till I was announce announcing that these ones here, you may have noticed that uh, I mentioned Billie Eilish's name a lot. Yeah, I did. In particular, she won all the major four awards, and in fact, she was the second person to pull, pull off the feat of getting all the four major awards. The first one was Christopher Cross back in 1981, and now I, I knew Christopher Cross had won. I didn't know if someone else did. I wasn't sure if Nora Jones had done it. Um, 
But, yeah, so, I mean, props to Billy Eilish. Props to all the nominees and the winners. Uh, congratulations about that. And now I know afterwards, uh, now there were a lot of people that, uh, apparently Twitter went up in flames, effectively, calling it rigged that Billy Eilish won all of them. Which kind of makes me laugh that, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Billy Eilish won it. That must be rigged. I feel like, realistically, that might be one of the... Like, that might be one of the least safe cho choices to go with for is having, if they were to rig it, you know? Like, I mean, if it was rigged, I would have expected then, like, to see, like, something like someone, or I don't want to name an artist, for instance, but, like, a different artist that might have been, like, a safer choice. So, but, I mean, admittedly, from an article I read, it was sounding like that a lot of people that were saying that were Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande fans. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, now, that's it for today, and that's it for Grammy Week. I, I'm gonna come back soon with another episode. I'm not sure what yet. So, no, there have been some more, uh, there have been some more, uh, festival lineups announced. I'm not sure that I want to keep doing festival lineup announcements at different times, even though Governor Paul was announced, and, uh, there are a few other bigger festivals that were announced. I don't want to keep just doing the same category, like, every couple weeks kind of thing. And, I mean, I know I could do, like, uh, the my best albums of 2019. I'm still procrastinating on that because I don't feel entirely ready yet. While I have a top 25, and then most of my top ones for some other genres, um, I still do, I still don't feel entirely ready yet with a couple of the genres. So I'm still pushing back on that until further noticed. It will, I'm, my goal is, my goal was by end of this month, beginning of February. It might be by mid-February, but I'm not letting this go until March for sure. Um, I do have a couple ideas in mind still, like, maybe, like, my next one, I've been pushing, one I've been pushing off is, uh, back in November I saw a Day to Remember concert, which was a really, I, I hate using the pun here, but it was a show to remember. Um, that was a really fun one, uh. And great story to talk about. Um, I also, when I was on retreat last week, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, one that I had considered was talking about uh, the use of uh, calling different artists, like, in particular with rap meddling, like, a pop, kind of pop sound, like, if it was more of a Christian, if it was considered Christian, like, calling it Christian rock or Christian rap or Christian metal kind of thing. I've been considering that one a little bit, too, because I do find that topic really interesting to talk about. Because um, I do have a different view than a lot of people with that one. Um, I mean, I still have been keeping the idea of, in the back of my mind of uh, talking about different music festivals that have failed. Because I find that stuff so interesting. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. Uh, yet It probably will be within the next couple days you'll get get another podcast from me. But I'll figure it out by then. In the meanwhile, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Sorry this one went on for a really long time. I wasn't planning on it to go this long, but that tends to happen with me. I can't tend to keep talking. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Make sure you guys like my Facebook page on it if you haven't already. And anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. <laughs>